And welcome back to the Film School for Marketers podcast. This is episode number 26, and we're so glad you're here with us today. As always, I'm one of your hosts, Zach Basner from Impact, and I'm joined by my awesome co-host, Mariah Anderson. And we have a very special episode for you today with a very special guest. Last week, this gentleman sent me a uh, LinkedIn message, totally caught me off guard, and what he's doing is pretty spectacular, and we're going to hear more about it today. And we've got Mr. Chris Green, the flood insurance guru, as it were. Super excited to have you on today, Chris. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. So when he sent me this message, he told me about something that I've not heard anybody else doing, which is such a, it's like such a big commitment to video. And that is you're producing essentially 365 videos over the course of 365 days, which is amazing. And not only that, but you also said it kind of, it showed you that there was other opportunities with content as well in your industry. So you started doing blogs and now the podcast and everything. So Chris, uh, like, first of all, tell us a little bit about what, what you do and the, what the industry is like mm-hmm. in general, and then kind of how you even got the, the, the notion to start this kind of 365-day challenge. Well, I'll tell you, actually, it all started probably about 10 years ago. Um, I bought a house in a high-risk flood zone. Didn't know I was buying in a high-risk flood zone until two weeks before closing. And the realtor's like, yeah, the four closings before yours fell apart. I forgot to mention that. And the lender's like, hey, your premiums are going to be $3,000 a year. Well, my master's degree is in uh, emergency management with a focus in hazard and flood mitigation. So I was like, no, something's not right here. So come to find out, I knew about some laws that they did not. Rate was supposed to be 350 Well, it was a terrible experience. And so I was like, I don't want anybody else to have the same experience I did. Well, I was working for captive insurance agencies at the time. My hand was kind of tied. I started my own uh, insurance company back in 2015. I said, yeah, I really want to make sure people don't have that kind of experience. And I said, I want to come up with a website that's just kind of catchy. So I came up with floodinsuranceguru.com just to catch people's attention and kind of start the conversation. Well, people started learning what my educational background was in. They're like, you know, you really are the flood insurance guru. And so uh, what happened is, you know, one thing led to another. We just kept getting deeper and deeper into it. And this past year, I was like, you know what? We're going to move away from every other insurance product. And this is all we're going to do. Everyone's like, you know, you're going to flop. Nobody's ever done this. You can't survive just doing this. I said, not only am I going to do that, but I'm so tired of there not being any education out there outside the coast. I'm going to do 365 flood education videos in 365 days. Like, look, nobody's ever passed me past 100. You don't have enough content to get past 10 videos. Well, uh, I think this week is uh, video 280. (laughs) And what I've done is I've taken every question we've gotten from a referral partner. Every question that comes in through my messenger, through HubSpot, I take those questions and I, put, I turn them into videos. All of our videos are two or three minutes or less. Well, as I was going through those videos, like you mentioned the blog, I discovered, you know, we really need some text here. So then I started taking those videos and I started turning them into some pretty deep blogs. And then what people discovered, you know, I travel a lot. I don't have time to watch videos. I don't have time to read the blog. Well, why don't we put a five-minute podcast out? So about three months ago, I started a podcast. My Commitment was, all right, I want to do 100 podcasts in 100 days the rest of the year. I want to do 150 flood blogs in 150 days on top of the videos. And so before we realized, at the end of the year, we're going to have almost 800 pieces of content from this year just on flood. And so what's happened is wow. we've gone from nobody knowing about us to basically a household name across the country now. I need to step my game up, clearly. <laughs> so what's, Chris, 
you kind of alluded to this, like before nobody knew who you were now, you know, if, if people are searching for these things, they, they find you. What's been the major impact besides that on the business? Like what's been the impact in, in leads and sales and revenue? Uh, basically, I don't have to leave my office at all except to shoot video. <laughs> I, mean, I do travel. I travel about 2,000 miles a week because how I'm different on my videos, I don't shoot in front of a green screen. Mm-hmm. You know, I might travel 1,500 miles to shoot a video in that area that addresses the concerns in that area. So when people see that video, they relate better to us. They're like, you know, he's standing in front of my house shooting this video, talking to me about the concern that I have. And I feel that's somebody that I can trust. And so what happens is the insurance agents in those areas they don't want to deal with it they really have nothing to do with it and so they start sharing our content like crazy and you're the owner of this agency so it's it's, and i've got a virtual assistant that helps me and that's it so how do you make time for this then you know what i mean like how because I, I bet there's a lot of other business owners out there i mean i hear it zach i'm sure you hear it it's like i don't have time to be producing content at all like, let alone, like, they don't have time to produce, like, two pieces of content per week kind of thing. But you're managing to, like, make this happen every single day. You find a time, you find time to do things that are important to you. So whatever you make a priority, that's usually where your time is spent. So it's just a matter of how important of a priority it is. Now, for me, at blogging at night, from about 10 p.m. to 12 p.m. at night, I do my blogging. Mm. Um, and honestly, I mean, I'm probably a terrible blogger. I'm probably a terrible writer, but like I tell people, guess what? At least it's out there. And I just hired my 18 year old nephew to help me with it, uh, who was studying journalism. And I'm sending him actually through, uh, the content creation stuff with HubSpot right now. So you kind of alluded to this a little bit, Chris. So you, you take the questions that you're getting from people emailing you from, uh, do you have some sort of chat function on your website as well? You said something about yeah. HubSpot. Uh, what happens is now with HubSpot's new Facebook Messenger integration, it's great because it dumps it in. Like last night, I had an agent reach out to me. She said, hey, I've just kind of started this journey. I don't know the difference between these two things. All this stuff is confusing. I want to shot a video on it today and say, you know, all these things can be confusing. Let's focus on understanding these three things. And so that was one of the videos I shot today. Gosh, that's like, this is the epitome of a great content strategy. Is literally just responding to your market and and responding to the things that the fears and the worries and the concerns that people have. And especially with something like this, with with insurance in general, I mean, you mentioned that there's really not much out there about flood insurance, but I would take it a step further and say, there's a lot of noise in in the insurance industry in general. It's very hard to get a straight answer to a lot of things. And it sounds like you're just cutting through the noise and Hey, if they have the question, I'm going to answer it however I can. We do our YouTube channel, um, and I use a tool called KeywordTool.io. I'm even looking at a long-tail crow, which I've been playing with this week, and I look for the questions that people are actually asking Google, and I put those as our keywords in our videos, and I put those in the, in the title. So when people are searching those things, they're answering those questions. Well, now I'm taking all those videos, and I'm building snippets inside HubSpot so our VA can share those snippets with customers as a knowledge-based article, or other insurance agents can find them on our website as well. How has the quality of, of this content improved over time? Because this is one of the biggest things that I see with teams is they, you know, they want their first like two videos they ever make to be the highest quality ever. And I, and I yeah. all I could tell them is, hey, you just got to make, you have to make content. The first two aren't going to be great. By the time you get to 200, they'll be great. Now you're on 280. So <laughs> what have you learned uh, in this process? Like, what, where'd you start and where are you now? And what are some of the major things that you learned throughout the process? 
uh, I really kind of had to learn to step my game up. So I actually spend about an hour every single day studying the Federal Emergency Management Agency's flood manual. And I break that manual down. When someone asks me a question, I go to the manual, I review it. Um, I look at uh, flood issues in those areas. Then I take the manual and I relate it to those issues. And, you know, I might bring up, you know, different stuff on like yesterday was um, three things that could be skyrocketing your flood insurance rates in these particular areas. Well, I thought it was going to be a 500-word blog. When I finished it last night, it was a 1,500-word blog. And so I kind of put my spin on it. But I take the facts from that manual and I also take the questions those people are asking them and I kind of blend them together. But what I've discovered is every day I have to spend about an hour of time researching. Yeah. So in other words, the just the way that you've learned how to answer these major questions and develop this content out, you're really digging into the facts and you, you're kind of injecting your personal thoughts as well. But really, it's, I imagine it's very literal, very matter of fact type stuff that you're explaining. It is, but I'm also in a uh, video marketing course that has helped me a ton. Mm. And it's like people want things catchy. So like in one of my videos, I dressed up as a grandfather because I was talking about grandfather rates. <laughs> Another one of my videos uh, that Facebook suspended me for, I was laying down on a mattress. I was talking about how firm are you? I was talking about flood insurance rate maps. Um, I've got another one and now I found a hat at Six Flags and it's a poop hat and it says happens. And I wear that hat in half my videos. <laughs> but what happens is like my sister says to me, I can't, I can't take you seriously in those videos. And I said, well, I guess it means you're watching the videos. Well, there you go. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So I, I try Touché. to do things to kind of, you know, be funny. I shot one video a couple of weeks ago without my shirt on. I was talking about <laughs> games ripping my shirt off my back. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so <laughs> there is a very human approach to this then, I can, I can tell, which is amazing. <laughs> which is amazing. You got to have fun with it. That's what I talked yeah. about. It's not work to me anymore. It's actually more of a uh, fun thing. Just come up with the different ideas. So how, um, now that you've done this for a while, like how quickly would you say you started to see results from this? And because I'm sure a piece of it as well is like once you started to see the success and the results, that just probably got you even more jazz and excited to be like, yeah, like, the time I'm putting into this is totally worth it. So what would you say that ramp up period looked like? I would say it was three to six months. But then what I discovered was, I was like, wait a minute, somebody's submitting a form on something I wrote six months ago. So mm -hmm. then what I realized is like, look, this content is out there forever. So all we have to do is keep consistently providing it. And, you know, we can, we can compete with these larger companies. You know, like I tell people, building a million dollar brand on a hundred dollar budget by creating valuable content. A lot of these other companies aren't willing to put the time into the content. And that's why people are coming to us because of our educational background. And we're actually answering the questions. We're not really selling them anything. We're just simply walking them through the process. And we're letting them know, hey, we're here for you at the end if you need us. But if not, we're still going to walk you through this process. No true words have ever been spoken. And it's the same thing with most of our business now comes from insurance agents because we've even showed them the value of, hey, here's how we could really help you with a client. But here's how we can help you keep a client for life. Here's how we can protect you from a lawsuit. And so I've built all these links out for them in HubSpot. And all they do all day long is submit their links. They come into us. And we create a unique automation that takes the customer through the process, keeps them included in the process, and uh, automatically follows up with them just to let them know what's going on. How long does this take you, Chris? Like, how, how much time do you spend on this? Uh, I'd say I spend an hour to two on videos each day, just editing, you know, playing with them, and then about another two hours a night on uh, blogging. So I'm spending about four hours a day doing it, but that's where most of our leads are coming from now. And that's why I do it all. Somehow learned how to inbound market. Yeah, you kind of you reverse engineered inbound marketing in a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs> and we 
we have insurance companies reaching out to us now and saying, hey, would you mind putting a video out on this? Because people actually listen to you. Yeah, and they know you're going to make the video. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, you show yourself pretty reliable on that. But that's what I tell them. I said, look, I don't care what you do. You know, just be consistent with it. And it's like building a house. You're going to do it one brick at a time, but you're going to look up in two months and you've got a house built, but you didn't build it all at once. It's the same way I teach businesses when it comes to automation and process. Just start small and keep building up. Are there days when this is harder than others, Chris? Like oh, you don't yeah. want to do? Well, not that. Like you get that almost like writer's block. I, like, I had a couple of days ago and I had to really dive into the manual deep for about three hours and analyze all this different stuff. But then when I came out, I had three weeks of videos. <laughs> Why do you think other people in your industry aren't doing this? Because 99% of the people, no matter what industry it is, 99% of the people are not going to put in the work that needs to be put in. And so it's always going to fall back on that 1%. And so that 1% is going to be able to exceed the other 99% simply because they're willing to do the work. And then you'll see the return on investment right away. Like I'm not putting my time into that. So it's a long-term game. I'll tell everybody that. I said, but you're in a long-term industry. So, I mean, if you want to survive, you've got to be implementing strategies that are going to help you survive. What's one thing that you would tell or, or, or you wish you would have known when you started this journey that you know now? The return on investment. I would have started it a long time ago. You know, while I was doing everything else, I would have at least been doing something little every day. You know, if had I known, hey, you know, we could really survive doing this, I would have committed to it five years ago. And essentially, I mean, now you're you're going head to head with these, I would imagine, these behemoth insurance mm-hmm. companies that they're they're probably creating content about flood insurance. Mm-hmm. But because you're doing it in a more helpful, more consistent way, you're you're building more trust with with the people who they want to do business with. Like a lot of them are putting blogs out there, but then we're putting the blog, the podcast, and the video out there. And so somebody yeah. goes to their website and they see a blog. Somebody goes to our website, they see our podcast, they see a video of me, and they see the blog. And then they see what our educational backgrounds in, and it helps build that trust. In terms of what you do with this stuff after it's been made, mm-hmm. do you just kind of rely on the search engines to drive traffic? Or do you have, do you have additional promotion that you do? Do you, do you send it out to any sort of insurance groups? Like, is there anything that you're doing besides just the organic stuff to try and promote these videos? Right now, I've really just been doing organic because it's performed so well, but I am getting ready to get into some more paid stuff. As I said, I really wanted to get kind of my feet on the ground, understand what I was doing first. Um, but I'm in a lot of these paid courses. We'll teach you how to do it with the ads. Like, for example, with YouTube, how I do it is if there's a flood map changing in an area, I get that notification six months before it changes. So for six months, I put paid ads in that area, not selling them something. Say, hey, this is what's happening in your area. This is the process you need to follow. If someone tells you the process is different, you need to look at a second opinion. If you've got questions about that, you can always reach out to us. And we just keep putting that in front of them through uh, discovery ads on YouTube. And so when they're ready to you know, have to make that change, their mortgage company sends them a letter, we've been in front of them for six months organically through these discovery ads, not selling them anything, but just teach them what to do. And they're like, I remember seeing you on YouTube. So in terms of, so we've talked a lot about like the marketing side of videos, like do you use videos in your sales process and what does that look like? I use videos and everything. Every single one of my customers gets a video quote from me. And it's actually a side by side of going through the video. But the other thing I do, like a lot of other insurance agents do, they send all these quotes out. They might have the insurance company's name on there. We don't. Um, I use Quiller and HubSpot. And I build out a custom proposal that just has our information. It might say option one, option two, option three. So it's all about our company branding. It's not about branding someone else's company. 
What would you say um, out of everything that you've done are some of like the most successful things? And it could be like a couple marketing videos that have just like done really well for you um, or even like your use of video in the sales process. What has just maybe like closed deals much faster? Like talk to us about your success. Actually, it's got nothing to do really with the flood insurance. Um, I help people with disaster assistance after a flood as well. I help walk through the Small Business Administration disaster loan. Well, when I put those videos out, I did it in Oklahoma about six months ago. We had almost a thousand views in 24 hours. And those are probably the biggest hits we've had because those people were in a bind. They didn't know what to do. So we walked them through that whole process. And we picked up a lot of referrals in that area because of that. But they're like, look, no one else is willing to walk us through that process because they're not getting anything out of it. I was going to say, why do you think that's the case? But because they're not getting anything out of it, you would say? It's wow. like, this, it's like you know, hey, if you weren't being paid, would you still be doing this? Right. And to that, the answer to that question is a key. And you can tell that with the people you're dealing with. You're just like a, you're a content machine. <laughs> that's what I told you. I said, look, that's, I mean, that's the only way we could compete with bigger companies yeah. is through the content. Yeah. You know, we don't have the marketing budget these huge companies do. But if we push that content, we push out good content, that's the only way we can compete. And not only compete, but win. Yeah, yeah. Well, another example, <laughs> I went against a big company the other day and the customer says to me, she goes, the reason I'm going with you is your price is actually higher. She goes, but you actually said, which you, you did what you said you were going to do. You actually called me back. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a good lesson for all of us that, you know, if if we're willing to put the time in and really obsess over the customer and their fears and their anxieties and their worries and provide, you know, when we say provide value, it's just like, it's such a, yeah. it's just like a blanket term for things, but really we're, we're just, we're, we're helping them. We're being helpful. And the person who's the most helpful, generally speaking, like you said, Chris, is going to get the business because- mm -hmm. Because you trust them and you want to work with them. And we work with people who we know, like, and trust. I, I really admire what you're doing, Chris. Mm -hmm. I think it's incredible. So 365 days of video. And then you said you've got 150 days of blogs and then 100 days of podcast. Yeah, I was talking to my nephew who's helping us last night about it. He's like, you know, he said, I thought about it. You're kind of the Kobe Bryant of flood insurance. He said, like, <laughs> you're so like you're so deep into it that like, nobody can get in there and compete with you. You're so dedicated. Yeah, that's, well, I've never really heard anybody say that. But well, you've definitely got the jump on it. That's for sure. So, what next? Like, what are you going to do after the 365 days? My goal is 500 videos in 500 days. That's what I'd like to get to. But you see, well, there, there's a different flow map. I could do a different video every single day, but I want to do something that people actually appreciate. So they yeah. can actually pull something out of. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm real strategic about how I do it. Like, I won't do more than one flood map update in a day or really even every other day, because then it only relates to that one area. And I don't want to lose some of that audience. Well, and Chris, you, you bring up a really, a really great point here as well, which is that you're producing a lot of content, but at the same time, if, if all of this was just a numbers game, then, then inbound would be a lot easier, right? It's not just about creating a lot. It's about creating the right stuff. From what I can tell, that's exactly what you're obsessed with. So of course, if you have more answers to questions and you have more ways to address the, the, concerns of the buyer, that's great. But I don't want anybody to hear this and say, well, you know, I'll, I'll be successful as long as I just create a lot of stuff because it's, it's really not a numbers game. It, it's if you can create a lot of good stuff, a lot of great stuff, preferably, that's where things start to change. And it seems like, Chris, you're focused on the right things. Yeah. Like when I started this, you know, we might've had 10 to 20 leads a month. When I looked up yesterday, we already had 75 leads for the month. 
If you could give Chris one piece of advice for especially people who listen to this and they go, there's no way I could do what Chris is doing. There's no way that I could create that amount of, I, I don't have time in my day to create a video each day. It's just not possible. What advice would you give them for getting started and, and, and just, you know, things that you wish you would have heard early on? I just do it. You don't have to do a video every day. Start with a video a week mm. and then work your way up because at least that it's like I tell people the best plan in your head doesn't matter. You can have a bad plan in place and it's better than a great plan in your head because at least it's in place and you're learning from it. That's great. So Chris, we're going to drop all your, uh, all the links and stuff to, to go check out your content. We'll put that stuff in the show notes. But if somebody's listening to this and they want to connect with you, they have more questions about how you're doing what you're doing, or they just want to want to kind of follow you and see what's going on. Where can they connect with you? Uh, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. You can connect with me on Facebook. Uh, it's where I spend most of my time right now. Um, you can also go to our website and just shoot me an email. Um, you can even give me a call on my cell phone if you want. Um, and I've even got that number listed on there as well. That's very generous, Chris. I spent, I spent, well, let me tell you, I spent a half my day actually answering questions for other insurance agents. Everyone's like, oh, you're giving all your secrets away. I said, no, because they're going to realize that, hey, you know, it's smarter for me to work with someone with that kind of background and just send it to them and focus on what I'm good at. Yeah. And so if I can answer some questions and help people with that, they're going to realize that. Hey, and there's, there's agents that listen to this podcast and it, with this episode, they're either going to be very inspired, Chris, or they're going to be very frustrated that they can't do what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> well, anybody can do it. As I said, it started off, you know, I was like, I didn't really think I was going to get past 10 or 15, but it just kind of kept going, kept going. And now when we're getting so close to the finish line, I'm like, man, what are we going to do? I, mean, I didn't think we'd actually get there. Well, Chris, I really appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you. I mean, thanks for messaging us and, and uh, you know, telling us a little bit about your story. Uh, it's really, really great stuff. And if anybody else is listening or watching this, and you have a great story like Chris, because I know many of you do, reach out to us. We'd love to have you on the show. We'd love to talk to you about what you've got going on. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us today. Make sure if you enjoyed this video, you click that like button, comment down below, tell Chris how great he is, and uh, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any updates from Film School for Marketers. And tune in next week for a brand new episode. Until we see you next time, keep learning.